0: Uh, But I'll tell you about my trip, uh, our family trip in a second. And it's just a couple of things that happened. But we have been on a wonderful journey the past few months. As a church, we've been looking at the Sermon on the Mount, which is one of Jesus' most famous sermons. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. has his famous speeches, right? People have a saying from Mahatma Gandhi or Nelson Mandela. Jesus has his most famous sermon is the Sermon on the Mount. And next week, we're going to finish the series. And you don't want to miss it, because we'll be addressing the issue of authority. Say authority. Who gets to speak into your life and mine? Who has authority to speak to you and to me? What is different about Jesus? What's different when he speaks? than when another person speaks and why it matters. So I encourage you to please come next week and hear the conclusion of the series and the Sermon on the Mount. But today we get to look at a very famous passage that speaks an incredible truth for you and for me. And before I dive into this passage, I wanna tell you a story about something that happened to me this past week as my family and I were traveling. So we were away for about 10 days. And part of the time was work-related, and as I said before, the rest was a few days to be away with family. I actually had siblings that came from different parts of the states, and we met together. Um, You never know what's going to happen when all the siblings get together. Can I get an amen? Uh, Thankfully we all survived, we we still all love each other, and so everything was good. Uh, I'm not the planner in my home. My beautiful wife Amy is, and I'm so thankful for her. If you're wondering where she is, our son Samuel is still a little bit sick. She's caring for him at the house. But she helps us to get ready for big trips. And on the day of our travel, all the kids had everything ready. Did I say that I'm not the planner in my house? Amen. Even I had my bags ready, and we were rocking and rolling. Uh, My beautiful bride made sure we were completely ready. The only thing that Amy asked me to do was to carry on, on the plane, this little cooler bag that had the baby's milk for the flight, as well as some medicine if the need arose. That's all she asked. She said, can you just please bring this on the plane? So the morning of our flight, we got everything in the van. We went to the airport. We got our tickets and sent our luggage through the airline. And as we're going to security, Amy asks me a wonderful question. She says, "Uh, where's the little cooler bag with the baby things? I had a stunned look on my face. I had no idea where it was. Had I grabbed it, what happened? And We figured maybe we left it in the van and Amy's dad had taken us to the airport so we called him to see if he could return. Thank God Almighty, the bag was in the van and everyone was happy. I thought to myself, oh, I will never do that again. The problem was that I had heard that what Amy had asked of me but I had failed to successfully act upon it. Can I get an amen? So the key is in the doing, say the key is in the doing. So on our way back from Florida, Amy asks me, please, would you mind bringing this little cooler bag as a carry-on? Same thing for milk for the baby, etc. I thought to myself, surely. You know, Daniel does say that I scream, and so I apologize to little baby. It's like, I don't want to scare him. I'm, I'm sorry, India. God bless that little little one. I thought, surely I will not forget it this time. I had the bag, okay? Everything was good and security. I'm always thinking, okay, the bag, the bag, where's the bag? I must have the bag. So while we were going through security, you know, you put things on the, on the belt. If you've ever flown, you put things on the belt, you got to go through. And things got turned around there a little bit. But at the end of it, we did get all of our bags. And while we were in Orlando, we, in, in Orlando, we had to take this little train from security to the gates. Are you with me? Okay? So we had to, we, 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 we go through security, we get on this train, and it takes us, because every, everything in Orlando has to be kind of Disney like. And so we I was like, hey, you know, hey, it's a train for the kids, woohoo! And so we get to the gate, and we, we are barely on time for our flight. So we, we actually made, we made it, we, we're standing in line, we're actually going to be one of the first, so we'll get to choose uh, the best seats for us. And then Amy turns around and asks me a wonderful question where is the bag and I said oh my goodness are you praying for your pastor yet okay listen even if you're a guest you know that I need prayers so please pray for me okay we're sitting there and all the kids are looking at me like dad are you serious you did this again and Amy just says something very wise and wonderful something like just forget it (laughs) and I said no no I need to go find it. So I start running. And as I start running, because like, the, the gate's about to, you know, we're about to, I start running. I realize, wait a second. If I left it in security, I would have to get back onto the train, sh- go all the way back to security to see if it was, are you with me? So I'm starting to sweat a little bit. I'm like, oh my goodness. And my wife is a very patient woman. God bless her. But I want, to, you know, how I many husbands, a happy wife is a happy life. Do you know that? Okay, FYI, you just if you didn't know that, uh, that's the truth. And so so I start running towards the train and I'm like there's no way. But then I thought maybe I left it on the train and so it's like a movie i'm like running and the train is coming like i see it i'm like and the train it comes here and i'm looking through the seat i'm like okay no it's not there oh man it's, oh maybe it's in the other car. now it's in the other car and i out of the corner of my boom there i see the little bag it's just sitting there so no but it's a train you know it opens it closes it goes you know what i'm saying so i'm like i go in and i grab the bag and i'm about to leave Doors closed, the trains going by, and I am like by the window. No. I'm just kidding, that didn't really happen. I did make it out, okay? I'm just joking. I grabbed the bag and I ran out. But I felt like I'm like, you know, it's like it's like it felt like as soon as I walked out, like the doors closed, I'm like, okay, here's a bag. And so I get to walk back. And my family sees me, and they're like, yeah, everybody rejoices. And I was spared a difficult conversation or two I just I'm like thinking oh my goodness if Samuel was crying in the airplane I could just imagine my wife just looking at me like he doesn't have his milk I had listened to what she had said but I had not acted on what she had asked me to to, to do I had said just given lips or yeah 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 I got you, honey. yeah I'll get the bag of course I'll get the bag I'm not gonna forget it and sure enough I had forgotten it. I had not acted on it. Um, The key is in the doing. Say, the key is in the doing. Uh, Maybe nothing like that has happened to you. (laughs) I tell you that story because when Amy asked me to get the bag, I said, sure, I'll take care of it. I heard what she said. But again, when it came to crunch time, I did not have the bag in my hands. Thank you, Jesus, that it was on the train and I was able to make it back. But here's the deal. Our lives can be like that sometimes. Oftentimes, I don't know about you, but I can talk a good game. Or I hear what I should do, how I should live. I hear about the important things I must not forget, the cooler bags for my life. We hear it, but we don't do anything about it sometimes. I don't know about you. We hear how we should take care of our finances and budget. The ones who do that go on to have successful financial life. We hear about marriages, how they should invest in each other, have date nights, forgiving, loving, being generous. We hear about how we should treat our kids with kindness and gentleness and be merciful and be an example to them, not just tell them what to do, but show them. We hear all these things. The ones who practice them are the ones who make all the difference. Jesus wants to remind you and me today And he has spoken to us about many things throughout this Sermon on the Mount. He's talked about uh, how to have a blessed life. He's spoken to us about dealing with anger, with lust, with divorce issues, retribution, how to be generous, how not to judge people, how to be discerning. Last week, Brother Liaster spoke about becoming a true disciple of Jesus and and how we will react to the words that Jesus speaks to us is a question for you and for me. How will we react to his words? When Jesus says to us, just don't forget the cooler, bag how do we react to the words of Jesus will we forget or we will do something about them and so Jesus starts off this particular passage saying this is in your notes therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and everyone should have the notes in front of you hopefully you have one of these guys everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice say practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. It had its foundation on the rock. And here's the first fill fill-in for this morning. The words of Jesus matter. The words of Jesus matter. They're not my wife Amy's words. They're not my uncle's words. They're not a politician's words. They're not an athlete's words. They're the words of Jesus. Say Jesus. And the words of Jesus matter. They matter because through Jesus we find hope. Through Jesus we find our purpose. Through Jesus we find what we were born to do. We belong to the family of God through the words of Jesus. His words matter. I was watching a movie last night that I'd never seen. It's actually a few years old. Uh, An incredible movie. Maybe some of you have seen it called Hidden Figures. Uh, which is a, a true story about an African-American woman who was really good with numbers and worked in, uh, for NASA back in the days when there was a, uh, even worse racial issues uh, in the United States. And, and, and there was a powerful part in the movie. She, she was known to be the smart one, the one who knew to the exact detail, the numbers that she put out were exactly right. And at some point in the movie, they show one of the astronauts who's gonna go into space and saying, listen, I'll get on that ship as long as this lady tells me those numbers are right because I trust her and so he did not they did not fly until he heard from her because her words mattered to him because he knew that whatever calculations she did were going to be right can I just tell you something about Jesus he's a really smart one He knows the calculations to the T. And I pray that you and I will not continue on the rocket of our life, which can be bumpy. All kinds of stuff can come at us. Until we hear Jesus say, it's okay, I've got you. Your words. Then I can trust and get on the ship and I'll go wherever God wants me to go. The problem is that many of us oftentimes will get on the phone and we'll hear from all kinds of people, you should do this, you should live this way, but we don't listen to the one who knows the calculations exactly. Can I get an amen? Amen. Hearing his words, here's the next feeling, and doing what he says results in a life of wisdom and unshakability. Hearing the words of Jesus and doing what he says results in a life of wisdom and unshakability. I think we have a picture of a house on a rock if you don't want to put that up there because Jesus says everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice they practice is like a wise person. So hearing the words of Jesus and doing them all of a sudden elevates you to to a level that maybe you've never thought of yourself. It it elevates us to being wise people. Say wise. Uh, Look at the person next to you and say, you look wise to me. You look wise to me. Yeah, yeah, Suzanne, you look wise to me. Hearing Jesus's words and putting them into practice Doing what he says results in a life of wisdom and, and unshakability. A house on the rock. You might mean to be able to see it break. A house on the Wow, that looks steady. That looks strong. It ain't going nowhere. Are you with me? But, Jesus says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Hearing Jesus, here's the next feeling, and not doing what he says results in a life of foolish decisions that bring instability to our lives. (laughs) But, but, But my friend said I should do it this way, but it wasn't what Jesus says. But, but the person on TV, this is what this, the life that they seem to be living. But it's not what Jesus says. These days, you know, we see. It's so funny. I've had a lot of people tell me how uh, much fun uh, we, we must have had in Florida. And we did. We had a great time. Um, however, all three of the children at some point were sick in that trip. Now, if you know anything, you know, one, one thing is for your children to get sick in your house. But when you're not in your house... It's just annoying. It's, it's difficult. You've got to do more stuff. You, know, you don't have your doctor that you can just call. It's just difficult. And then at some point, each one of the kids. Now, FYI, we do not put those pictures on Facebook. Why? Because we just put the good stuff. And if nobody knew, they would say, man, you had a great trip. I wish I would have done that trip. I would say, oh, maybe you do. I don't know. You weren't there at 2 a.m. when the kids are sick and you're dealing with it. instability not doing what jesus says brings instability and we have a a, i think a sandy house if we can put that up there just to paint a picture it's unstable it it needs strength Uh, i I want you to notice a couple of things um if you could go back to the first verse it says at the top it says therefore what's the next word okay therefore what everyone has an opportunity with god Are you with me? Everyone does. Now, not everyone's going to choose to listen and to do, but everyone has that option. We could do it or walk away from it. And here, the same way, then Jesus says, but in the second scripture, but what? But everyone. We're all on the same boat. But, but I'm Puerto Rican. You're included in everyone but I'm black, you're included in everyone, but I'm from Africa, you're included, from Asia, from uh, wherever you are, say everyone. Jesus says everyone has an opportunity to hear my words and do them, and the person that does is wise, unshakable. The person that hears, notice everyone hears, right? Oh, I've heard the gospel, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard about Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got that. I, I know that. Yeah, just don't, you know, I, I know it. I just know it. That's cool. It's great that you know it. But if you know it, you hear it, but you don't do something about it, the scripture says Jesus is on the phone saying to you, do the words that I speak to you because those are exact calculations for living a life of wisdom and unshakability. I want you to notice a few things. Everyone will experience difficulty in this world that's the next villain everyone will experience difficulty in this world those who hear and do what jesus says the rain came the streams rose the winds blew and beat against that house but we're followers of jesus we're doing what jesus said to do everyone will experience difficulty in this world can i get an amen Hearers who respond, is an ex will not fall because their foundation is on the rock of Christ hearers who respond hearers who who do something hearers who practice what jesus says well what is it that jesus says we've just been doing an entire series on it if you if you have the access to online you can get on our website and listen to some of those messages we've talked about anger we've talked about lust we've talked about generosity we talked about judgment we talked about a lot of things any of those things jesus has something to say about them hearers who respond will not fall because their foundation is on the rock of christ their house will remain but hearers who don't respond will fall, and the scripture says, with a great crash. This reminds me of, of a little story about the three little pigs. Maybe you know the story, right? They get sent out, go build your house, make a life. The first one says, hey, I want to get my house done quickly so that I can go and have fun. And he, he builds his house out of what? Anybody know? Straw, yeah, hay. He just built a hay house because you it, that's it, pretty easy and the second one goes and says well I want to spend a little bit more time than the hay but still he, he, he uh, I believe it's wood or something like that but it's not very strong the third one says you know what I'm going to take my time can I just tell you it takes time to be a follower of Jesus you know here's what I can tell you I didn't get in the messes that I got in in one day it's going to take me more than one day to get out by the Spirit of God. He can do it in less than a day, no question. But listen, it's a process. Discipleship is a walk. They used to call it the way because it's a path. There's a a day by day by day walking with God. It is the path. And so the three little pigs, the first one, hey, the wolf comes. You know the story. He says, hey, I'm going to blow your house down if you don't let me in. He said, I'm not going to let you in. But it's so weak that when the enemy comes, it just crashes and he runs to to his brothers and his other brother the same thing the the wooden house was not strong enough then finally they go to the one who listened and put things into practice and his house was strong and the story goes that they were saved in the house of the strong one so let me just say this listening to the words of jesus and putting them into practice is not just for you there are other people that need refuge that need help that need guidance that need an example that need someone to tell them i love you and you can do it but if your house is straw and if your house is not strong you won't have anything to offer but if you've listened and you've you said lord help me i'm going to tr- i want to honor you your house will be strong not just for yourself but for others i have found that telling is easier than doing. In parenting, in marriage, in studies, sometimes there are people in my life. I was just, I was with someone not too long ago who was talking about giving parenting advice. And everyone in the room was thinking, why are you giving this advice? It's good advice, it's just you should not be giving it. Anybody have anybody like that? It's like, uh, you know, it's like the, the broke person that comes to tell you how you should deal with your finances. Because you know why that is? Because even though we know that we're weak and we know that we're frail, it's a lot easier for me to tell you how to do it. Hey, you need to, it's a lot easier for me to do that than for me to do it myself. Jesus says in Luke 11:28. 28 this is not in your notes but I want you to hear this if you can find this Talita it will be awesome if you can't that's okay it's up in the scriptures section Luke 11:28. 28 if you want to write it down for yourself you can look it up when you're home as well again Luke chapter 11 verse 28 here's what Jesus says listen to this Jesus has just been told hey Jesus your mom must be blessed and and the people that are around you are blessed because your family must be blessed he just says no no, no. Wait, wait a second He replied, blessed rather are those who hear the Word of God and obey it. Jesus says, blessed are those who hear the Word of God and obey it. Pastor Lewis, how you doing today? Oh, I'm blessed. If that's true, what that should mean is that I'm, so help me God, right? That's what, that's what the, the swearing in says, so help me God. I'm trying to hear what God, what Jesus says. He's on the other end of the line. He's telling me, don't forget the milk cooler bag. He's telling me, forgive that person who hurt you. He's telling me, go and spend time with your kids. He's telling me how I should think about other people, other men, other women, how I should treat them with honor, and respect. He's speaking to me about that. Maybe he's speaking to you. And Jesus says, those who hear God's word and put them into practice uh, and obey it. Mistaking the words of Jesus for nice teachings to hear instead of God's instructions by which to live can be devastating. Jesus is encouraging us today. This is a life-transforming truth. Right action trumps everything. Practice, everyone say practice. Don't just hear. So I'll finish with this. Here's some next steps and I'll quit. Here's the next step. Just something that you could do this week today that will help you. Number one, read or listen to the Sermon on the Mount. I would encourage you to do that. There are Bible apps all over the place. Get on your computer. Even if you're you're doing the dishes, if you do dishes, or doing something else, um, put it on. It's chapter 5 through 7 is the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 5 through 7. Hear it. Listen to it. Put it on. Number two, determine one area where you will begin practicing Jesus' words this week. Just one area. Because sometimes we hear all of that and we say, man, I can't do all of that. I can't start being loving and kind and forgiving and generous. I can't do it. Okay, start with one. Never say One. Start loving one person, start forgiving one person, do one thing, determine one area where you will begin practicing Jesus' words this week. And finally, ask for help from God's Holy Spirit. Ask for help from God's Holy Spirit. It's amazing to me, you guys, listen, listen. I cannot live the life that Christ has called me to live in my own strength. You know why? Because God tells me to be generous, but I am naturally what? I'm selfish. And, and, and God tells me to forgive when people insult you, you know, in marriage or in family, whatever words are said. God says, I want you to forgive as I forgave you, but I don't want to forgive. I want to just get on my high horse. I want to be upset. I want to hold something over you because I'm a human being. That's how I am. But when I say, God, you've provided your Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, and I, I'm just going to read what the Bible says. This is found in John chapter 7. Verse 38 through 39. John 7, 38 through 39. Whoever believes in me, this is Jesus talking, as scripture has said, rivers of living water, say living water, will flow from within them. What, wait a second. What is, I'm going to say that again. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. You believe in Jesus, something's happening inside of you. By this, the scripture says, he meant the Spirit, say the Spirit, whom those who believed in Him were later to receive. Say Holy Spirit, Spirit. fall afresh upon me, because I need and you need, we need the Holy Spirit of God to be able to listen to the words of Jesus and put them into practice. He doesn't just say, do a good job, I'll see you later, I hope you do. it." No, 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 no. It's like me with my children. Hey, I want you to do this. Daddy, can you help me? I will help you. Let's do it together. I want them to succeed. He is a loving father. He wants to help you get to where you need to go. He wants you to live a life of wisdom and unshakability. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, you and I can take part and allow the Holy Spirit to strengthen us. Read or listen to the Sermon on the Mount. Choose one thing that you're going to do. Uh, to, to, to obey the words of Jesus. But listen, don't do it alone. Ask for help from the Holy Spirit of God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. We love you. We, we love you. We need you. I pray that some things that were said today would minister to someone's heart today. And, and you know what you're doing in each person's heart, and I thank you for that, Lord. We love you. We trust you. We will not just listen and forget what you've said. We will not leave the bags. We will remember and we will practice, but not in our own strength, in the strength of the Holy Spirit whose streams of life, living water, can flow from within us. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone said, Amen. Amen.